I started a, a 30 day challenge, a yoga challenge today. So it was probably the best day to do it. Eh? A 30 day yoga challenge. Is it, is this something that you came up with or is this somebody else's uh, idea? No, um, her name is uh, Adrienne Louise. She she has a big, big following. Um, I'm sure I said that right. I hope I said that right. Um, but yeah, she's she's doing a 30 day yoga challenge to like become more one. It's it's not even just yoga. It's it's about the whole spirituality of life and everything. It's really interesting. It's really interesting. Um, so today's day one, what did day one well, consist of? For, for me, it was day one. Oh, it's, gotcha. it started, I think it started a few more, uh, a couple of days ago. Um, but I, yeah, I started today. Uh, so it was like introducing, it was all about being aware, you know, why, why I'm here. Why, why do I want to start this journey of yoga? You know, the 30 day challenge of yoga. And, and what was your answer to that? Um, my answer, uh, well, cause I've been through so much, so much that I've just got to a point in life where I want to just heal in every aspect I possibly can mentally, physically, spiritually. So, um, yeah, I, I, I felt like right, I'm here to just put my all into this, help my back. I've got, um, I've um, had had a bad injury of my back where uh, it ended up becoming a reverse curvature in my spine. Wow. So that's one reason for physically. And I have quite bad mental health issues. So um, for mental, for men- my mental health as well, that's why I'm, why I'm here, why, why I was there. And I, I really did enjoy it. It made me feel really peaceful at the end and calm so i was pushing it out on my on my instagram story today telling uh, my viewers to jump on it definitely it was lovely the uh i, I love that uh that, are you smoking what is that smoking weed right there yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can't lie i'm a stoner <laughs> I smoke weed every day. <laughs> what now is now? I, I'm I'm sure it's for your back, right? You know, it's a it's a medicinal purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, for yeah. medicinal. You know, it's for yeah, definitely medicinal purposes. Um, and again, it's for my. I'm not gonna lie. I've been doing it from a young age, and I'm you know I'm aware that you know I've, I'm one of the statistics of you know young children that. Running the wilds when they were young, no, no, uh, no proper, you know, family role models. So I turned to drugs. Mm. I know that. I know that. But at the same time, I do feel like it helps me. I do feel like it helps me. So. Are there other other drugs that help you? Uh, there used to be like? many, many, many years ago. I'm 27 now. But um, when I was about 18 to about the age of 21, I'd say, 22 probably max, definitely, no, it was definitely no uh, later than 22, I was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> um, but I haven't touched anything since then apart from the weed. So, yeah, I've done very well. How did you, how did you kick that? Because usually people who start off very young, well, like, well, how old were you when you first started? 
What first time? What any uh, kind of any type of whether it was alcohol or drugs. About I'd say about twelve, thirteen. Yeah, about twelve, thirteen. Uh, alcohol and weed. Um, but alcohol was probably more more of the go to when I was really young. And then you know now I cannot handle alcohol at all. At all, I'm so my, I'm, I don't know what why, but give me two drinks, I'm I'm crazy drunk. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah, that's that's uh, because usually people build up a tolerance where they can drink more as they get older. And you're you're drinking. You said you can't even drink two drinks without. No, I can't drink at all now. And to be honest, I can't. I. I the, the the harder drugs um they don't sit with me either at all anymore I think I don't know I don't know I think I maybe either done too much or I just got to a point in my life anywhere I was so sick of them but now I say now but um when I when I stopped all the drugs and stopped everything like that and I you know went and had Mandy Molly whatever you call it over there I think you call it Molly MDMA. I did have um, a little bit of that. That used to be like the, my party drug sort of thing, and it just literally made me throw up, throw up, throw up like a like the Exorcist. I swear to, <laughs> I was just being sick for nearly twenty four hours, and yeah, that was like the that was literally the last time I I sort of touched it. But um, now I just the thought of it, I just think, oh no, I just it's just I never want to be at that place ever again. You know, that dark low not caring about myself place at all. What, how, how did you kick that? How did you, like, is it just because your body was like rejecting it after a while or was there, were there other factors? Oh yeah. Okay. So why did I kick it? The, well, one of the factors, um, well, at, at, at the age of like nineteen twenty, when I was doing the drugs, I was doing them with my dad my father yeah. so I sort of got to know my my real father when I got a bit older and I found that he would he had gone through a lot of experiences that I had um and he had turned to drugs and still you know continues that journey um and it's quite bad you know the drugs have definitely taken a bad strong hold on him and I can I was doing the drugs with him at that time and one of the things is obviously I that was what I was looking up to, you know, and I just thought, nah, nah, that's not what I want. I'm better than this. I kind of, when I was younger, I did always find strength in myself. I always, I always managed to find that, that inner light in me. <laughs> but there was just a few years, I'd say, that I did lose that and I did go to drugs. I went to the dark side sort of thing and yeah, seeing my seeing my dad and seeing how how badly it had taken him and how he just hasn't got a handle of life and I just thought that's not what I want. Like I I I can understand why people go down that because you know that's where I went. But no, that's not what I want for me. That's not what I want for my future. I really did look in the mirror at myself and I literally had to just cut everything, everyone completely off from my life and just just put my all into my mission and my goal and my dreams. What is your mission and what is your, what is your goal and dreams? So my mission is, um, so I'm a rapper, um, but I am also a dancer. I've always, I've always um, 
been into holding events and stuff and showcases and stuff like that. And I've always done it for a reason. So if that be raising awareness for certain issues, um, usually always to do with either um, children or animals or or something. I've always liked to help. Um, now, the main, 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 main thing for me, because um, unfortunately I went through sexual abuse as a child and the way it was dealt with from my family, from the just the system itself, the way it was dealt with was so sickening to me. I just thought, oh my, if I really did not have the strength to hold myself together right now, I can only just imagine how, how hard it could be for someone else who hasn't got that strength and how they would completely just give up on themselves. And I just thought, no, people like that need a voice. I have been blessed and gifted with talents, many talents, where I can, I can help other people. So I've just decided that one of my main missions is to do that, to help other people, um, which also gives me purpose. I cannot lie. And also my other mission is... I would love to change. I would love to make a massive change when it comes to um, how how people are dealt with when it comes to sexual abuse. I mean, when you when you look at um, you know the time when people go into prison and the time they do if they you know selling drugs over here, for example, to the time someone would do to being a paedophile, doing these sort of it's just disgust. And I've seen it firsthand. I have seen it firsthand where they push you away. They shove you under the carpet. And they also, I cannot lie to you, I've got evidence galore. Do you know what I mean? That they they slyly do protect them. Don't understand it. So one of my missions is to find out deeper about it, find out more about it, open, open my eyes more to it and other people as well, and also create a nice network, community, a system of people that, are on their own, lone wolves, lone soldiers, pushed to the side and just create this network where we're coming together, showing that we're not alone and we're able to connect with our energies and, you know, all of that. Jazz. I mean, you're definitely not alone. You look at the statistics, like it's, it's been reported, at least in the States, and, and I'm sure it's a world, it probably might even be more worldwide, but 70% of women have been sexually uh, assaulted uh, or abused on some level and um, at least 60% of men. So on both sides, they're- And that's it, that who come forward as well. Those, exactly, exactly. So, so those are um, conservative numbers actually. Um, and uh, so yeah, for, for anybody who's listening who you, experience something like that and you do feel alone just know that um you know two out of three people that you're coming into contact with have uh, are have undergone uh some type or experienced some type of sexual abuse or uh or trauma and so that's a that's a that's a great mission to have um that you know and i think you're right i think they do treat drug abusers worse than uh uh, 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 pedophiles or sexual assault. Uh, um, yeah. 
And it's strange, isn't it? And I just find it very, 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 very strange. And I've had a lot of conversations with people about it. And the more I find out about it, it's just crazy, you know? I just, I can't really make sense of it, you know? Um, like, like they say, one of the things they say is that, oh, you know, we have this war on drugs to save our children. Now, when our children come forth and say, we, we, we need some help, They've, someone's taken our life, basically, and they don't want to help the same way. That it just, yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And wow. those numbers are very, very, very high, very high. What uh, what do you think needs to be implemented? Like, what were some of the ways? Because I'm sure that's one of those things that um, you're always uh, managing and dealing with, obviously. Mm. Um, mm. But what were some of the things, because you talked about how a good thing that you were strong, good thing that you have resilience and strength. What were some of the things that gave you strength and resilience and, and, and kept you moving forward? The main thing for me is just being nice to myself, being like my, my best friend, looking after myself and wanting the best for myself sort of giving myself the love that I, I sort of didn't have. Um, and also another thing that's really helped me is I've always, like, I've always been someone that speaks very honestly and open. And I noticed growing up, you know, that in doing that and speaking to other people and hearing their comments back to how open and honest I am about everything that's happened. And then hearing other people say, you know, I'm so glad you 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 did you you're so open you've made me want to speak up and or made me want to um be more open and honest with myself and then it just made me think you know wow like because I have been in certain situations when I've spoken about things that have happened to me and I've been in these situations where people have made me feel like it's such a taboo subject it's like a very dark thing to talk about and it's all it it really makes you feel just not nice and not right in yourself. And I just thought in speaking up, it's making it one, not as much of a taboo thing. Like it's just an everyday thing, you know, which is in return, hopefully, because I feel like it has made people speak up to me when I do it. In in doing that, I'm hoping that um, we can make it a thing where it's not a taboo thing and maybe children will become more comfortable in coming out and speaking about it, you know? I hope you I hope you do understand what um I'm trying to say. <laughs> no, I but, get um, it because what what what's fascinating is that the things that we don't talk about are the things that we need to talk about so that we can remove the stigma, remove the shame, remove the guilt, the hurt, the anger, the resentment that people are walking around and holding in instead mm-hmm. of addressing so that uh, they can they can grow and evolve and get past it. You can't get past something that you're holding on to. Exactly, and that's why it's, it's really interesting that you you you're speaking to me now because I was suppressing it for so long. I've held it in for all my life. I've sort of carried this massive weight on me for so long, and you know, in the last I'd say four or five months, I've really really put every part of my energy into healing, learning about myself, growing, 
you know, connecting with people. Um, and yeah, it's been going really, 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 really well. Like, I think just being on the journey of trying to better myself and the journey of self-love and it's, it's really nice. It's, 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 it makes me feel better. It makes me feel like I'm healing. And also I feel like I'm, it's, I'm powerful as well because I'm able to help other people. I'm able to see things differently. Um, I mean, I'm able to understand people's problems and things like that. So, so yeah, it's, 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 it's nice that you've contacted me at this time because Obviously, I'm a lot more positive. I'm a lot more positive. And, yeah. What you, so you said you, uh, you mentioned your dad, just to go back a little bit to you growing up. Did you grow up with your mom or what was your, what was your, your situation growing up? Okay, so I grew up with my mom and my stepdad. Um, my stepdad's was the one who sexually abused me and my mom actually knew about it and actually allowed it and allowed it to continue um my my real dad i he wasn't really about when i was younger um which when obviously growing up i was never i, I never actually understood why and stuff like that and it was obviously that was an extra issue on top but in growing up i've i've, I've got to know him and you know and found that, you know, he went through the same things as me, sexual abuse. He was sexually abused and he really fell into the system. You know, he, he was in, um, it's a famous, it's a famous place over here. It's called the Borstals. They were shut down for being, um, riddled with uh, pedophiles and stuff like that. And he was actually in there. So his past was very dark and horrible and, you know, and he was actually not able to grow and heal and get past that. Um, and unfortunately, he's led him down a very dark path of, of, of drugs. And, you know, it's not done very well in his body and stuff like that. Um, but, you know, we've, we've, we've been able to connect, which is, which is quite interesting. Obviously, in watching him, it's, been, it's, it's made me be able to want to be better you know, and then in, in, in doing that, I've been able to help him mm. because, you know, the, a dark, a dark part that comes from what happened to, to my dad is that, um, you know, he, when, when he was sexually abused and, and that he, the, the, the men actually made him dress up as a woman, mm. uh, as a girl, as a girl. Uh, and now he actually dresses up as a woman. Um, so it's, it's a way that he, he copes and how he deals with it. And, and one reason why he suppressed all these emotions and everything like that was because he dressed up as a woman and he felt like obviously in society, it's such a, such a bad thing that, you know, you can't, you, you're not supposed to dress up as a woman or whatever. And he's held on to that for so long and he's just hid everything inside. And I was really the one who was able to talk to him and pull it out and get him to open up, get him to express. And now he's, he's, he understands why he does what he does, why he dresses up. He accepts it now. He accepts it more. You know, he's actually had periods of times when he's been off the drugs for a long time. You know, he's actually trying to heal himself now, you know, which again makes me feel so good. Makes me want to continue, makes me want to continue this journey of healing, you know? That has to be uh, so fulfilling to mm -hmm. 
to recognize that your growth is helping someone else grow and not just someone else, but like uh, your dad, like your, your real dad. Yeah. You know, and, um, and, and I just like to know that you have a, a partner in crime, someone to share the journey with, um, that has to be very powerful. Yeah, definitely. It definitely is powerful. You know, it's been, it's been different, you know, I've been times when I was younger, um, you know, I used to just think, oh, why, why, why all the time and why me? And then, you know, when I finally got to a point when I was old enough, I guess, more, more mature, um, and I realized, actually, let, let me find out why and let me see what I can do. Let me see what I can do. And then in asking that question, it just kept, I kept going, I kept learning, I kept learning. I kept connecting with new people and finding out more and more. And I just, yeah, I just haven't stopped. And I don't want to stop, you know I mean? I want to keep going up, 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 up. Have you researched, and I don't, I don't want to stay in your history too much, but, I, uh, but have you researched or looked into mothers or women who allow that to happen and what, uh, what the source of that is? Um, you know what? That's actually an interesting one because no, I haven't. The only thing I have done when in, in when it comes to my mother is I've researched in how some because when I think of my mom, I think of someone who's someone completely detached from life, from from emotion, from love. Like she's almost a shell. And I did a bit of research into that. And, you know, I found a lot of things coming back of like sociopath and things like that. I did that sort of research, but no, I didn't actually, I didn't actually go in that deep, but that's definitely something that I'm interested in. I can't lie. Are you going to tell me you have? No, I I don't. I have no idea. Um, It it was just something that as you were talking, I was, because I I would imagine um, there's, I'm sure there are multiple reasons for uh, yes. saying um, one of the things that comes to mind is that um, they themselves don't want to be, uh, they don't feel attractive. They don't feel uh, um, uh, sexually um, um, uh, a beautiful or whatever. And so, the the daughter becomes then the uh, a stand-in for them, right? It's like, uh, but and then also the fear of losing the guy. It's like if if you know the the type of woman who would do anything for her man, right? Like hell yes, that's 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 romanticized, right? Mother, yeah, yeah, and it's like for the man. Yeah, there's a there's a downside to that kind of thing where Mm -hmm. um, that then becomes the anything. It's like, if this is what you want, and the guy goes, you know, uh, I'll leave. And and she's like, well, I don't want you to leave. So, all right. You know? Yeah, I think think the... One thing I I, I would say I have done, which I did notice, um, my mom was raised... Her her father was was very money-orientated. Like he was money over love, hundred um, percent. And I noticed with my mum, when when it comes to the man, it was all about the money. 
financially being okay. Um, and yeah, clearly she would do absolutely anything, anything. Cause for me, I, I feel like that's your child. And as many, most of us will be thinking when we listen to this, you know what I mean? That's your child. You are supposed to protect and love and cherish your child. But you know, she, she literally would, um, would, would sacrifice, I guess, her child for being financially stable, you know? So you're spot on to be honest yeah it's, it's like when i look at jason dusky and all these uh previous pedophiles um it it's fascinating that uh that the wives seem to either know or have an idea and then uh let it continue and, and I, I truly believe like we have a strong aversion to losing something even if it's not good for us right like and, and and not to minimize it, but it's like even if you're moving from a you know a, an apartment or a city that uh, is not best for you or an environment, there's still a part of you that wants to stay and loves it and doesn't want to go, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the same thing you see it with like even uh, like with your and let me ask you this because even with your stepdad doing what he did is there a part of you that uh still cares for him again i'm gonna say this it was it's interesting you say that because um um i've 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 been going therapy now I've, i've gone to four sessions now um with you know dealing with this this stuff and moving forward in my life um, before, you know, I get to the point when I'm ready to settle and have children. And and this is something that's come up. And um, it's interesting because obviously I have done my research as well into this. And I, I've, I've, and I know it's something that happens. They groom the, the pedophiles, they groom children, they groom babies. You know, that's, that's when he started. I was two years old when he started. So, he grew me from from straight away, um, and there was always this strange thing with him. Like I've, I felt so sorry for him. Like I see his face in my mind many a times, and I can't lie to you. I thought about the most darkest things, what I want to do, and how to get back to, back at him, and and all of this. But then there was always this strange, like ah, oh, like I feel sorry for him. But what I, what I can say I have done, which um, my therapist says was, was quite interesting, is that because I have done the research into it and understood it and stuff like that, I've sort of been able to come away from that feeling. And I don't feel that feeling as much as I used to feel. I feel, I'd say at first it was a lot more anger, 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 and then acceptance. And now sort of putting it into the hands of karma the universe and taking that pressure off me finally, if you know what I mean. That it's, and that is definitely like the stages, right? Where you're angry at first and you're probably angry at your mom for not protecting you, angry at him for, it's like, he's supposed to be your, even though he's your stepdad, your dad, he's supposed to be the person teaches you how to be an adult, teaches you how to be a woman, teaches you how to be treated by, other men and now you're left as a two-year-old right now you're left to 
as a 27 year old to figure this all out for yourself, right? Mm, that's how uh, it feels as well. That is how it feels. I feel like a child. I feel like I'm learning so many things. And again, we spoke about this recently as well. And one thing that I have to always keep telling myself, reminding myself is that everything is okay. You know what I mean? I have to just keep reminding myself everything's okay. You might be later than other people. Your journey is starting a bit later, but I just have to keep reminding myself, you know, you've been through a lot and everything is okay. And then it seems to, it, that does seem to help. It does. It, 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 it almost, it's almost like I, I cuddle myself, you know? mentally <laughs> and in my head you know uh, you know it's funny because I, I journal uh every night before bed and one of the things I do is uh because I'm I'm left-handed so I'll journal you know uh I'll write about just observations from the day what worked what didn't work things I need to do tomorrow whatever and then I'll switch to my right hand and I'll just write whatever's there and what I found is, is that when I switch from my left hand to my right hand, my right hand is like my nine-year-old self. And it'll say things like, I love you. I'm so glad you worked out today. Thank you for taking care of me. Like, and it's not intentional. Uh, it's just what flows out of the opposite hand. And I got that from my therapist. She said, you know, write with your left hand whatever, whatever, but then switch to your right hand and let your, your non-dominant hand be your nine-year-old self. And, and that becomes a way of, of, uh, like you said, uh, cuddling yourself and wrapping yourself up. And that's, again, it's interesting because (laughs) my therapist has got me to start doing that, start writing a journal. Um, so I have a brand new journal. I went out and bought myself a nice, cute, purple, pink book. <laughs> and um, the first, the first time, the first time he told me to get it, and I've, I've brought it back. And I noticed, like you're saying, the two sides. You're saying two hands, but for me, obviously, it's the same hand. But I felt like it was two different people when I wrote in it. I've only written the journal twice. The first time, I felt like I was very happy. Uh, I felt like I was the person who has got me through everything. Um, my alter ego, which is Dayla Fox, who, which is my artist name and the person that is bubbly and funny and, you know, and he told me to really take the time now in the journal to write as my childlike self and start to write when I'm feeling, aware, you know, when I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling away because you know Dela is happy and keeps me going with my talents and my you know my crafts and stuff but Dela doesn't really look after me m- properly when it comes to emotional support so we started so I so I started to write when I'm feeling away and feeling down feeling low and feeling a bit of if of of away or whatever and I noticed that I wrote completely different like you're saying I wrote completely different it was like reading two different people it was crazy like that the Danielle me that comes out is really sad and lost and sort of really asking for help where Dela is very like head in the clouds like I got everything together we got this you know I'm happy happy all butterfly fell on my nose (laughs) you know so yeah 
And it's, and you know, I think when people realize that there, I mean, we do have multiple selves. Um, and, and one of the previous episodes with uh, Marie Espy, she talked about how we have a, a shadow side, like a, our dark side and our, and our bright side. But we also mm-hmm. have our nine-year-old side, you know, it's, um, and research shows that it's, it's really healthy to be childlike at some moments, but not childish. And they made a yeah. distinction. I was like, wow, I never thought about the difference between being childish and childlike. And, uh, and so it's, yeah, it's good that you're feeding your childlike self uh, because that, 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 that two-year-old girl still needs to be nurtured and, and, and shown um, how to grow up and, and have a voice. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this. You have a male therapist, correct? Yes. Were there, were there reservations about that? Yes. Always. Can you, can you talk me through that process? Because I I would have assumed you would have gotten a, a, a female therapist. Um, it kind of just happened. Uh, I felt like when I found out it was a male, I went through the process of thinking, should I be, should I be going to a male? I probably should be going to a female. And then I thought to myself, you're, you're thinking this because of what you've been through and your issues. And I want to be okay. I want to be all right, you know, sort of thing. So I just go, I just went there. And then I did have, you know, thoughts in my mind that, you know, because I, I do get dark thoughts sometimes come in my mind as you as you would hope and sort of thing but it went it went okay it went okay and I felt like it was okay that he was a male and you know I let him know these issues as well so he's he's really been trying to put things into place so I have started to feel a bit more comfortable with males sort of thing so like for example Sometimes I feel like when, when males, you know, we, a lot, I know a lot of females obviously get this where males might be a bit more lenient, you know, like they might um, let you get away with certain things maybe because they're attracted to you and stuff like that. But, you know, for me, I, I do get that a lot. Um, I am, um, you know, I'm an attractive girl, you know, I get, I, I get it a lot. Uh, but what they don't understand is, and obviously why would they, because they're not me, is that it, it can go into my mind differently to what I would have assumed other people would think. And, and I think, what do you want from me? You know, and my body sort of can shut down sometimes and, and stuff like that. Um, so he took that in and, and, and heard that, you know, I don't want that. I don't want extra things and stuff like that. So, you know, when I'm late, because I'm a bit of a mess sometimes and I'm, I'm, I can't lie, (laughs) you know, I ain't perfect still. Um, and, I, I've I've arrived to the session late a couple of times and he's made sure, you know, you're not getting an extra time. You're not getting, you're not getting the time. If you're late, you're, you're missing that time, you know? So it ended up being a good thing. But like I said, it was, it was definitely, it was definitely an, uh, a process, which it is always a process. Always a process. Definitely. Right. So, so basically it sounds like, He's very, he's from the jump, very good at setting boundaries with you and recognizing that mm-hmm. you push boundaries and test the limits. And he's like, no, yeah. not here, not today. Yeah, not today, woo-woo. <laughs> and I'm like, 
And I'm like, yeah, that's what I want. That's what I want. Like, put me in my, put me in my place and tell me what I need. Um, and it's, and uh, yeah, I like it. I do. I've, I've definitely been enjoying it and I'm glad that I started it because for a long time I've, I've ran from it. I've been scared of it and where it's been a positive experience. Yeah. It's just made me glad. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it has been been a good experience so because you said you've been a four um session so far correct mm-hmm. what was so what happened recently that you're like oh i gotta get a therapist well i have like i have periods where um for a long period of time i'm cool i'm okay i'm focused i'm doing my thing and then i can have a day when i wake up and oh I'm gone oh I'm not there I am in such a dark place I feel like I'm I am not me Mm. and I'm so sad so upset I'm just crying 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 I feel like I just have no control and it, it got to that point again and I hadn't been in that in that sort of um in that in that way in a in a long time and I was I was so angry that day as well. I sort of actually messaged my mom, you know, I was really going crazy. I was, you know, just letting people know how I felt and how angry I was that no one, no one like was there for me and helped me and stuff. Um, And then I, that was just, that was just, I thought, you know what, that's it. I, I really need to, I really need to do something. I really need to do. And I've been wanting to do that for a long time. I've been building up for that moment for a long I say for about a year, two years, maybe I built up the strength almost to just go in and open up and just get everything out, you know, instead of suppressing it. That is- but yeah, it's only four sessions. So, you know, it's still early, I guess it is still early. I've been going every one, once a week. So that's a month, that's a month there. So, you know, you might speak to me in a few months, hopefully it will be better, but you know, it is still early. On those days where um it's where you wake up and it's not you and mm-hmm. maybe you don't want to get out of bed and maybe you don't get out of what what gets you to the next day? What do you what are you doing with that day? Does it, is your whole day like that? Or is that just, you know, a little brain fog from the night before? Or is it is it truly the day? Yeah, it's truly the day to be it. Well, I'd say it just it's just like such a long morning. That's what it feels like. Yeah. It feels like I like I cannot get out of the bed. When I finally get out of the bed and then, you know, I know the steps I got I got to have my breakfast, I got to get ready for the day, I got to do but it's it takes so long like I almost look at the time and the time just goes so fast as well. It's Four or five o'clock, five, four or five o'clock, I, and my morning's just finished, you know. Um, and then I almost have to like re, re, say to myself, you know, come on, like, come on, you got stuff to do. Again, I will then say to myself, you know, it's all right, it's okay, you know, it's a down day. I always like, I always do end up being my friend again, you know, I always do, I always have, luckily. Um, but it just takes a lot. Yeah, I would say it takes up most of the day. Back in the day, 
it was days, you know, like I remember this one time. Um, so basically my stepdad had a tattoo of a panther on his, on his arm. And I started this new job as a delivery driver. And for the, the first day on the job, I had to be, you know, a buddy, you know, and you sit in the passenger side and yeah. So I was in, I was in the, the van with this, with this guy who's, who's really cool, you know, I ended up being quite good mates and stuff. And, uh, anyway, he, the, this day he, he's rolled up his sleeve and on the same arm, he had the same tattoo. Oh. The same. I can't express to you. Like obviously little things like that happen all the time, but that, that, that day I just literally, I shut down. It was like, I wasn't there for three days crying. I didn't eat, you know, I just, it was absolutely horrific. I finally did find the strength, but I haven't, I haven't been lost like that for days for many years now. You know, now it is just that, that long day. So even though I get, I get those days, I do think back at those days, you know, and think you've come far. You are going, you're going to that place that you want to go to. You know what I mean? You know, I think that's the beauty of journaling is that it helps you keep track on the progress you are making because on those days you wake up and you feel like, oh, what am I even doing this for? How far have I come? Or am I even, am I, have I, have I made it anywhere? I feel like I'm in the same place. And then you read back and you're like, whoa, I'm in a much better place. I, yeah. I was doing what and smoking what and, and you know. <laughs> taking what and drinking what and and then you go okay all right i'm just smoking weed right now so i think you know i i had breakfast this morning i had i had breakfast in the morning so that's good that's a good week when <laughs> sometimes you don't have breakfast, yeah, when I've had like, breakfast yeah. honestly when i when i have a day i've had breakfast lunch and dinner i'm like well done girl you are <laughs> That's a good girl. <laughs> it right, is an so <laughs> in terms of the when did when did rapping start, right? Like hey school, like what 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 happened? To be honest, I've always, always had I've always had it in me. I've always I used to write poetry. Mm. There's been times like I've won contests of, of getting up and doing, I've always been that person. I get up on the stage and I'll do anything. You know, it's not even just rap. I, I, I can sing opera. <laughs> I dance. I've, 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 I can do all styles. You know, I, I just, I, there's a lot of stuff I love. I love that moment, being in that moment of just creativity. Yeah. But music came later on because the mission really, you know, wanting to get my message out there, et cetera, et cetera. I've always had this voice in my head that's told me it's almost was a laugh. It was a, it was like almost a joke in my head that music is going to be that thing, you know, but for me, all the stuff I do, music rap has been the thing that I was fearful of kind of, in, I guess, embarrassed to say, Hey, I'm a rapper and here's my bars, you know? So, you know, in a year ago, I did, well, just over a year ago, about a year and a half ago, was when I really wanted to change myself and 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 do better. And I and I had a very dear, dear, dear friend called CJ. He's a family friend, and he he sat me down and he really, you know, when they say 
it, it take it, you got to break yourself to make yourself. Mm-hmm. He really basically did that and really made me, you know, look at myself and realize, you know what, I haven't got everything together and I need to, I need to change. I need to fix up and I'm the only one who can do it. So, um, yeah, I went on the, I went on the journey to do that. And, um, I'm not going to lie. I've just lost, lost track, lost, lost, um, lost well, my I, was, point. I was asking you about like how you got started in rapping and, and, and you were talking about. <laughs> I don't know if that's stoner brain. I don't know if I can blame that on stoner brain or, or my brain, how it is every, I'm like, I'm a hella mess every mm-hmm. day. I can't lie. But, um, yeah. So the mission to wanting to get my voice out there and, um, I just really had to look at myself when he, when he, when he made me break myself to make myself. And I was like, what do I really want to do? What do I love? What do I do every single day when I'm on my own? What am I doing? I'm rapping. I'm barring. I'm always making bars up and I've got this, this expression I want to get out, you know, anger. I've got, I've got stuff to say. I want things, I want some things to change. So I went to my pal. I've, I've grown up with a lot of rappers. I've got a lot of friends who rap. They're amazing, you know? Mm. And I went to one of my friends who, who's in the industry and he's, he's doing his thing and I know I can trust his, his judgment sort of thing. I went to him and I said, listen, this is what I want to do. This is what I literally, when I tell you what I want to do, I want to put all my heart, soul, effort into this and I want it to be my career. I want it to be what I do. So I've barred, I've done this track, barred it to him acapella and just seeing his face you know and his reaction like to to saying oh my god like I don't think you understand like you need to do this you know what I mean and it was just like right this voice in my head is right you know what I mean it's right like it isn't it isn't I am not crazy I definitely have a mission and I, I, I've got talent and I need to do something about it. You know what I mean? And I've just really enjoyed it. It just feels so right for me. It feels that home. What? All right. Can, all right. I, and you may hate this, but can we, so I'll give you the option. You can do both if you want. Can we get some bars or, and, or can we get some opera? <coughs> You want opera, yeah? You want some opera? Oh my god, you're putting me on the spot, boy. Um, you want some bars? I can give you some bars. I wake late in the morning because I work hard while they all be snoring. I can't rest easy because I got five demons trying to get even. Yeah, they be mad. I chose the good side. They got a plan. Dragging me down. My body's hurting. My soul be burning. I've messed up, but I'm learning. Be peace for a minute. Dig deep. Get right in it. Rhyme in it. I got time for it. Nine to five with it. I stay right in it. He say cipher it. I might crash. No bandicoot. I move foxy. Different G. You can't mock me. Rag man. You can't stop me. Hey. <laughs> Fire, 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 fire. Listen, it makes me, I can't lie to you, rap makes me feel powerful. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel good. So that's why I do it. (laughs) There is, you know, uh, people who don't, I love rap. I've always been a huge fan of rap. Uh, And I think, and, and one of the things that has lured me into rap is 
the the use of metaphors and similes and analogies, the the amount of creativity. Yes, Wayne put so much creativity in every single bar. Um, Eminem, uh, not a little bit, but but they um, and and people who don't really listen to rap, they they skip over all that and they hear the misogyny, they hear. Uh, the profanity they hear the n words, and but I'm like, but you watching Game of Thrones? You watching you yeah. like you watching all these violent Law and Order SVU, but but rap is too violent, <laughs> whatever. So you watching the news? Even the news is more violent than <laughs> a lot of always violent. The news is always violent. Always, if it bleeds, it leads. That is their rap, rap, rap to me is poetry. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just a different way of expressing it. That's mm. it, you know. And and so with this opera, I mean, I tell me you, you're mixing both in. Like that that's a track yeah. where people are gonna be yeah. like. Yeah, so who'd you have singing opera? You're like, me. I was on bars. Oh, no, listen, listen, listen. I'm like, I'm like, who, who's on the hook? Me. Who's <laughs> on the bars? Me. Oh, who mixed it? Me. Oh, right. Cool. Right. Okay. Who made the clothes? Me. <laughs> listen, oh. when you talk about creativity, I can't express to you. I am obsessed with creativity. I love the process. I love putting every- – and the opera – my, so I've got an EP coming out. Uh, it's called Red Box. Um, the symbolization of Red Box is, you know, I'm keeping everything. I'm talking about where I've come from, what I've been through, the dark, gritty stuff. I almost want to just get it out of the way. I'm going to put it in the box, in the red box. You know, the, it's red to symbolize blood, you know. Um, and it's I'm gonna, I want to shut the box, leave the box there, and then... I've got loads of other songs, features, you know, loads of other things that are coming out after that are a lot more lighter, uplifting, you know, it's just, it's, it's definitely completely different vibe. Um, but in my EP, I really, at the end, um, on my outro, I'm doing the most opera singing. Like, what the fuck? I can't, I cannot wait for it to come out. Um, and then, and then, yeah, when, when, once the EP's out, I'm gonna um, definitely play more with the opera and the singing stuff. Um, you know, it, it it weren't really there when I was rapping and barring before. The, the I've always been able to opera sing. I've always it's just very random. It comes out, just can do it. You know, it's one of those things. Um, you know, just like I can lick my elbow. I, I don't know, I don't know <laughs> why. Like, oh yeah. You know. Wait a minute. Why am I trying to lick my elbow right now? Do you want to see? Do you want to see? Listen. Oh, let me see it. <laughs> I know he can see me. I know you guys can't see me, but he can see me. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Go and try. <laughs> right. That's, that's definitely like people can touch their tongue with their or their nose. Yeah. Like, nope. Mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> 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 much is given, much is expected in return. <laughs> you know. Fascinating. The is there anything that I understand that you want to help um and and help people go through uh what you have been through and, and are still dealing with. 
is there a big is there a, and I, you want to build the rap career is there a bigger is there is there like um what's the bigger picture yeah the bigger aim the bigger goal okay so obviously we all know what we need at the end of the day to 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 get what we want right yes. i need i need funds you know i need funds the end goal is to create um not just like a network on you know the internet platform worlds but also to create actual places homes because i feel like a lot of children um need support need guidance and i feel like you know the way the schools run and i feel like it's just so outdated there's you know i've worked i I used to be an outreach support worker for Mm. um young young girls in the community where, where where i grew up in woolwich and you know, I was trying to connect with a lot of schools in the area and they're just not, they're just not about it. Do you know what I mean? And I just think, you know, that if there was a place where it's so easy, there's so many people out there that would actually give up their free time to help the youth, you know, there's, there is, there's just needs to have the right people in the right places. And I just feel like if I'm able to get to a certain point and I'm able to do that, that's the goal, baby. That is the goal. I've met many a people as well on this journey who are so up for it as well, so down, already behind, already all for it. You know, it's just like it's just like we're nearly there. We can, just can you can you describe it more for me? Because to, to paint a visual picture, because and and any event that there are listeners out there who want to contribute and help you. Uh, make this vision a reality. What 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 is it specifically that you're envisioning? A, a, a place like what? Is it a, is it a school or is it part of the school? Like what what are the specifics here? So it will be its own separate school. It will be it's it's not a school. Okay. But it's a building. All right. It's a place that maybe could go after school. You know, mm-hmm. there's um there'll be things going on there maybe in the daytime, for example, but it will all be in aid of um, helping the youth and people will be going there. Like imagine um, a class maybe for just for an example um, to teach you how to do your taxes and something like that, or how to, how to really live life and, manage money and you know how to just live right or maybe um you know you want to be better with your mind spiritually doing yoga classes or something like that so you'd go there and you would meet um you know people uh, the same age as you uh, be people in the same area um and the people would be coming in to teach to uh, guide assist and um, there will also be like online networks and stuff. So I know that a lot of people, a lot of people, you know, they're at home. I speak to a lot of people, and they're 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 not in groups. They're not they're not maybe brave enough to go to these places physically, you know. But they are on this social social. They're on all, all the social platforms and stuff like that. So creating like a network of. Um, like I've already started like a, a few groups, like DM groups, you know, and you can create like engagement groups sort of right, thing. Right, right. Um, created groups like that where we've like started to do loads of like regular video calls and talking about right ideas and stuff like that. That's sort of where we're at at the moment. Obviously, like I say, we, 
we are still building the platform. That's like the end goal. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope that makes makes sense more. Absolutely, it sounds like a, a like a community center. Um, yes, right. But more in depth because it will be something that will be running from morning to to late evening. You know, it's somewhere that will be always available. Gotcha. Always, always available. I feel like it will be something that we'd have to start right from the community, from the home, from there. You know, start small, start with the first building, and obviously, I feel like this on on the internet we will be able to build bigger, quicker. You know, we're sort of definitely all on the same page with this as well. Um, you know, so, so going back to the building, starting off with the 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 one building, the first one, um, and then building, going out, taking it further, taking it further. You know. And also making sure that we're always working with loads of people and there's always loads of input, loads of input going in. So we're always growing um, instead of there being like a hierarchy system sort of thing, you know, uh, it would just have to be properly maintained. That's why we have to do this properly. We have to get the right people on board. We're definitely, we're definitely getting there, but we definitely need some more support. 100%. I love your vision. I love what you're about. Thank um, you. And like you said, it's all about the process. Right now you're doing the 30, is it 30 day or 31 day yoga? 30 day. And I've, I'm on my first day today. <laughs> I was late. I, I, I'm always late. I tell you, I always get cussed. But uh, that is that is on the mission as well. I'm starting the Eat 30 Day Yoga Challenge as well because I want to um, I want to wake up in the morning and start it earlier, you know. So I'm not late. So I'm hoping by the end of the 30 day, I can say I, I'm I'm on time. I'm really on time, you know. So you know, I I just started recently waking up at. Uh, 5 a.m. Five. I knew he was going to say five. I've read this recently. Ah, oh, if you wake up at five o'clock, that's just before you feel like you're going to be most successful or something like that. You feel like you're awake before everyone else. There is something. So at first I thought it was hogwash. And, and the reason why I was waking up at 5 a.m. before I was actually waking up at 4.30 because I personal train also. And my first oh, okay. client is at 5 a.m. But that client is not going to move and uh and i don't have another client to fill in that slot so i was like oh i get to sleep in later and then my friend was like no keep waking up at that hour and get some stuff done like your body's already used to it and i was like you know what all right and (laughs) i tell you what do you feel like it makes you go sleep later though um earlier Earlier, no, because uh, and I, actually, I go to bed the same because, like I said, I was already going to, getting up at four thirty um, for that client, mm-hmm. and so I'm still going to bed at the. If I go to bed at ten thirty, that gives me enough juice to to get up for the five a.m. Yeah, um, but I do need a nap in the middle of the day. I will say that. Um, but what I found is. Waking up at 5 a.m. and working until 7 a.m. Super creative. I can't, it's incredible the amount of creativity and focus and work that I get done. If if all I did for the day was what I did from five to seven, I'd be happy. It's remarkable. 
And I understand it's not the same for everybody, especially as a rapper. Sometimes like getting in the studio, sometimes, you know, you're in there till two, three in the morning. And I can't lie to you, the creativity for me sometimes really flows at nighttime. And and different artists are different. There are I know artists who and creatives who like they wake up early in the morning, five to seven, or um, they don't really create until like eleven at night, and that's when yeah. it just kick in. And then there are others who it doesn't kick in till three in the morning. Um, and I think part of it is I think the the whole idea is that creatives are most creative when everyone else is shutting down or asleep. And so it doesn't matter if you stay up later to get that late night boost, because I've experienced that same thing, or you wake up earlier to get the morning boost, but you're we're more focused when, because, um, you know, and I, and I feel like you're on the same path, uh, you're the same as I am, but very you're very empathic. We, yes. we very easily absorb the energy of the people, world, things around us. Yeah. And so when the world is up and busy, it makes me feel busy and anxious. Yeah, it's, yeah, anxious, anxiety is yeah. oh, too much, too much. Right. When it's calm, quiet, and I like, I like, yeah, I like peace, quiet, and a, a nice dark sort of color. Yes. You know, blue and red, I like that. And then, then the creative juices really, really come. And I feel like as well, um, I did, um, Oh, what is this? The test? I can't remember what it's called, but you know when you can uh, do your test and see what kind of person you are, like a the Myers Briggs. Is that a, I ain't the Myers Briggs test? Yeah, I think that's, and I found I'm I'm a mediator. Ah. Uh. So I I recharge when I'm a when I'm on my own when I'm not around people. So when I'm around people, the, there's too much energies going on. So. As well, I'm empathetic, so it's double whammy sort of thing. Do you, are, do you, are you reading anything? Do you, are you a big reader, or do you listen to audio books or podcasts, or no? I used I used to be a big reader. Um, I've 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 recently moved into my my own place, which was a which was a big goal of mine before, because right. uh, I, I I was I was sort of homeless for a long time, wow. and. I got my own space. I moved in on the 1st of July and I've got all my books, all my old books. And there's, there's a bunch of them that I want to read. And my aim is to definitely get, get through them. Um, but I do a lot of reading on the phone. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I do a lot of reading on the phone. Well, yeah, you're in your twenties, you know, I'm 43, so I'm old school. I'm still turning pages. I know. (laughs) 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 <laughs> no, but I do. I love a good book. I used to sniff it. I used to sniff the book. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I used to be really obsessed with books. I used to proper. I used to like my fantasy books. You know, like my Twilight. The whole box set. I've 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 read it like three times. <laughs> yeah. Wait, which books? Twilight number oh, twi- one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry i do have my other books as well i've got i've got a big book over there naomi kylan she's uh all about why why our brains are trained to ignore climate change very oh, interesting, interesting. Um, uh, talking about trump and his oh. views on climate change what did he say i don't want don't quote me because uh, obviously i don't want to get into trouble or nothing, but um he was saying something about um our 
uh, like climate change being a being a hoax. You know, it's not even true. It's not real. What? And that's your leader. Oh no. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 definitely um, uh, hyper aware over here. <laughs> I got my yeah. passport ready. I got a stash of cash. I'm 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 ready to bounce if need be. Um, oh, but I don't I don't think it'll I don't think it'll be. I mean, if global warming yeah, is a thing, I can't go anywhere anyway because it's global. It's not it's not it's not the USA warming. It's a, it's a global phenomenon. So um, it's a shame, isn't it? It is a shame. That's the thing is, like, there's a lot of bad out there. That's why we gotta be. We've gotta push as much positive as possible. That's why I really, really appreciate you bringing me onto this, actually, because I think it's very positive. Thank you, and I, I appreciate you being a part of this. I, yeah, I, I watched your Instagram and watched your flows, and uh, hey, you didn't tell me you watched the flows already. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? I love it. I love the energy. You have a strong presence. And, uh, and I think that as you, uh, get, as you have more experiences and you really start to explore, um, where you've been, who you are and where you want to go and, and build up more context around you. I think like, cause you know, I'm a, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan and hey. I like Nas my my knock against Nas is that he hasn't grown. He hasn't grown in his material the way he has grown in his life. Like Jay-Z. I hear this a lot. I hear this a lot. It's like Nas just put out a new album and he's still talking about, you know, selling on a street and, and bitches and hoes. Yeah. And people talking about, you know, you're talking about how dudes is talking about they killing, but they ain't really killing. And mm. I'm like, Nas, why are we, you are in your 40s, you have, uh, you manage hedge funds, you uh, you are a serial entrepreneur. Like he's doing so many great things and, and really building wealth. And he's talking about none of it, where, uh, or at least briefly touching on it where Jay-Z has grown leaps and bounds. He's talking about art and Picasso. He's shooting videos at the, at the Louvre, like, and he's aspirational and Nas. I'm like, why are you still trying to be cool with the streets? You know, mm -hmm. like we both know your teachers were We're definitely past, past that era. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but what I'm saying is that, um, I, I definitely can see your material um, growing yeah. like a Jay-Z, but also, um, and not in terms of like the, more of the material things, but actually being more vulnerable and, and talking about social issues yes. in it and, and drawing people in and really having something to say, because that's powerful. Because people want, people want to follow you. They want to they go on a journey with you. But we can only go on a journey with you if you yourself are on a journey, right? And that's what it sounds like you are. You just got a new place. You just started therapy, right? And you're starting your 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 career starting, and you're starting this thirty day yoga. Like you have 
a lot that you are in, in, that you are in, incorporating and using, and I'm excited to see how that shows up in your in your art forms, right? Thank you. And, and excited to see how you share that with uh, with with your followers and listeners and things like that. It's beautiful. I know it's been amazing. I can't even lie. It's been amazing sharing it with everyone, and the feedback is just it's just been phenomenal. It's just it literally that's one thing I missed out when you said, How do you keep on going? That is how I keep on going as well. Like, I just hear when I hear the feedback, and I just think, Wow, you know, I've re- I really I do have the voice, and that's another thing I want to say as well. I'm prepared to be a voice, I don't mind if I slip up, I don't mind. I'm prepared to learn off you, you know, I'm prepared to learn. I, I've, I've got something to teach, and I'm prepared to learn as well, definitely. You know, uh, Elon Musk said, you know, they asked him about all the projects that he's taken on with Tesla and the solar panels. And they said, Elon, like, what if the things that you're trying to accomplish never get accomplished? Are you trying to go to Mars right now, Elon? Like, what are you thinking? You think you're going to get there? He goes, my chances of actually getting there are probably less than 1%. He goes, that's not my goal. My goal is to move the baton forward enough so when I drop it, somebody else can pick it Someone up. Someone else can? Yes. I was literally talking to my girl about this today, about, you know, saying that, you know, you, I get a lot of people say to me, oh, you know, when you get to a certain level, you, you know, bad things may happen, you know, bad thing, bad thing, bad thing. And I said, listen, I don't mind if I get to that point, as long as I push it so far, that it's, it's, it's enough for someone else to take mm. and continue. You know what I mean? And I feel like that it, that is a continuous journey for us all, yeah. you know? And some of us are just, like myself, I'm prepared to sort of sacrifice, you know? Sacrifice myself because it is, it is, um, it is a hard thing to put yourself out there on the line almost, you know? You know, I haven't always had positive feedback. I do get negative feedback as well. But the positive feedback is so much more and so much, you know, meaningful, making me want to continue, you know. It, the neg- it, it pushes the negative away. I'm like, bye, bitch, you know. <laughs> mm. <laughs> well, I appreciate you continuing. Uh, Dale, I always feel like there's uh, someone who's listening who may be on a precipice of taking their life. What would you say to that person before you kill yourself? What would you say to that person? Never, ever, ever give up. Never give up because you are not alone. And there's always, always someone out there that can take something from you that will continue their journey. There's always someone out there that you're going to want to tell, do not kill yourself. You know, and I know that us as people that have, been through things and maybe want to give up on ourselves. We might think that we don't want to be there anymore, but we would never want someone else not to be there. So just try and look at yourself like someone else in that moment and just never give up on yourself. Dela, where can people find you? Plug yourself, you know, Okay. So Make sure you follow me on Instagram, Dayla Fox, F-O-X-X, baby, double X. Um, 
I've got music out on all platforms. So if you type Dayla Fox, I've got a feature song out on the moment called Body and Wine, if you want to vibe. And if you type me into YouTube, Dayla Fox again, D-A-Y-L-A-F-O-X-X on YouTube. Um, I have got a, a black box out as well, which um, is one of the songs from my EP that's coming out, Red Box. The tune that's out is called um, Loud Pack and it's on uh, it's on the platform called Black Box. So yeah, check it out. Let me know what you think. I am someone who responds. I really do. Like I take time. I respond to people and I really enjoy connecting. So definitely get in touch. Um, yeah, make sure you shout me. Dale Fox, thank you for tuning in. For everybody, thank you for having me as well. For everybody out there listening, remember this podcast is not a substitute for you going to get therapy. Dale Fox is in therapy. She's yeah, I'm in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> so call someone, talk to a mental health specialist, talk to a stranger, talk to somebody on an elevator, get a bullhorn, talk from your rooftop, but don't hold it in. Share what you've been through with someone else because someone else has also uh, have a, has a similar experience. And uh, we love you. We miss you. We want to see you. We want to hear from you. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Dayla Fox. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.